Good afternoon, and welcome to the Voice of Wisdom. With over 60 years of experience as an investment banker, entrepreneur, investment analyst, economist, and venture capitalist, Morty Davis is Wall Street and capitalism personified. The over 400 companies for which he has raised more than $3 billion over the years have created a countless number of jobs and exciting new products. Through the Voice of Wisdom, Mr. Davis explores, analyzes, and debates the most topical political and economic issues facing our world today. Joining Mr. Davis today for a discussion on the midterm elections is Rabbi David Seidman. To join the conversation, please call 332-263-3300. That's 332-263-3300. And now, Mr. Davis and Rabbi Seidman. Welcome back to my uh, uh, precious, cherished guests. Um, I look forward to speaking with you every Wednesday at 6.30, and uh, I learn more from you than I think you learned from me, but in the interaction, I find it very constructive, very exciting, and especially when I can induce somebody as brilliant and as uh, as uh, incisive as Rabbi Seidemann. He knows about everything from Torah to, to secular to uh, chemistry and philosophy and psychology and physics. He's a genius, so it's great to have him join me today again, and uh, we should have a very exciting and interesting dialogue because we, we just completed one of the most interesting, intriguing, exciting elections in the history of uh, the United States and maybe in the entire world. So let me start off by asking uh, or suggesting who I think were the big winners and losers in yesterday's um, yesterday's uh, election. Although it's not over, it'll be weeks before we know who all the winners are, and we don't even know yet who has a majority of the Senate or the um, House of Representatives. But in my view, the big winner for the Republicans, and everybody I think shares that view pretty much, was DeSantis, the governor, the governor of California, who won by literally a landslide against a former governor, Chris. So that was really quite an achievement. And um, amongst the Democrats, uh, Biden is considered a winner because it's, it's the most unusual outcome given that over the last maybe three quarters of a century or more, the, the first election after the, the two years after the president is elected, a new president is elected, in that uh, period, the two years following his election, overwhelmingly the um, party out of power has won an enormous amount of, of uh, congressional seats, uh, House of Representatives and senators. Uh, I think in 94, uh, with Clinton, uh, Newt Gingrich, I think they won about um, as many as, uh, don't hold me to it, but I thought uh, as many as 64 or more uh, congressional uh, um, uh, uh, political uh, choices uh, were, uh, were elected. In other words, um, Republicans picked up 64 seats. And uh, uh, there's only two instances in the last 75 years, probably, where th that didn't happen. Once was in, uh, in uh, during um, President Clinton's uh, first uh, two years. He won, uh, he, he was rather popular, and he won a majority of the, um, uh, the Democrats won a majority of the, of the um, Congress, increased their position. And the second was George Bush, the son, George Bush Jr., um, President Bush, right after 9-11. 
it was a he, uh, he was elected in uh, 2000, and shortly thereafter, uh, we had that uh, terrible uh, terrorist attack against the uh, World Trade Center, and the, as often happens, the whole country mobilized around the president and and. Uh, their patriotism and loyalty to the president became very powerful, and uh, the Republican Party picked up a significant number of uh, new seats. And yesterday, it was lo- largely, overwhelmingly believed that there would be a red wave. In other words, red being the Republican uh, Party would pick up uh, a large number of seats, particularly since uh, Biden's numbers reflect that he's not uh, loved or, or really uh, sufficiently appreciated to be kind, that he's not too popular. The, the feeling was that the Democrats would, would take a real beating. And as a matter of fact, the reverse happened. So uh, Biden, to, to some extent, and the Democrats in total are, 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 are big winners. I think there may be one or two others that I considered winners, but I can't think of them right now. So I, I, I want to ask uh, Rabbi Seidemann to step in and uh, add, add his wisdom. Well, I would agree with you that Ron DeSantis is the big winner a lot, a lot of political pundits on the right ha- have now uh, dubbed Ron DeSantis as the leader of the Republican Party. I think that, and I think you disagree with me, but I think uh, another big winner, I agree with you on this, another big winner is the Democrats because they now are emboldened. They were being, uh, they were getting ready for their big red wave, which didn't happen, and this strengthens them. But I think the big loser was Donald Trump. And I'll cite one statistic. Before yesterday's election, Ron DeSantis, the order, the pecking order of who had the better chance to become the next president of the United States, Donald Trump was in the 30 percentile. DeSantis was hovering at around 15 percent. And Biden was at 11%. After yesterday's election, DeSantis is now at 26.8%. Trump went all the way down to 18.4%. He lost 10%. And Biden is at 11.8%. Look, it's true that a lot of uh, hand-picked politicians that Trump endorsed won but 19 of them lost. And when you look at the 19 of them that lost, they were not stars. I think what we learned yesterday is that it's not enough to point out the deficiencies of the opposition. You can't simply say Joe Biden's a loser, he he screwed up Afghanistan, inflation, the border. Um, uh, Americans need to see, in addition to that, they need to see that you are, you, yet your candidate is a rock star. And i give you an example. I'm stunned at the Georgia Senate race. It's going to a runoff. We know now, before that runoff, and there's two other Senate races that are undecided, Nevada and Arizona, Right now, based but those, those won't have one. They, right, won't have a no, no election. They will not know. But the Nevada right now it's forty nine forty eight Republicans. Nevada is probably going to go Republican. The Republican candidate is ahead by forty nine to forty seven, with I believe ninety eight percent of the vote counted. Mm-hmm. So Nevada is going to go Republican, and that's going to bring the Republicans up to fifty. Arizona, I, I don't understand why it hasn't been called yet. It's 51 to 46 ahead of the Democrat. That's a sizable Kelly. lead. Kelly. Right, that's a sizable lead. So Democrats are going to carry Arizona. So that makes it 50 to 49 Republicans. Georgia, I'm surprised that Herschel Walker is even in the mix. Now, we know in Georgia you need to get at least 50%. 
or there's a runoff. Warnock is a little bit ahead. I'm surprised because Herschel Walker, as great as a football star as he is, he's not a star politician. It's, it's, he doesn't come across well on the stump, and I'm surprised that it was even that close. Now, there was an independent who was running who took away 2% of the vote in Georgia. Yeah. So now the question is, who gets that 2%? If Warnock gets it, then it's 50-50, and once again, Kamala Harris breaks the tie. If Herschel Walker gets it, then it's 51-49. My feeling is that Warnock takes it. I think that when you're only focusing on two, Warnock, as the incumbent and a more seasoned politician, makes a better I would uh, agree with candidate. you on that score, except uh, I thought he was going to win big even before yesterday. Who, that Warnock. Warnock. Warnock, yes. Yeah. Because he's got a better resume uh, preparation for this job. Right. But when you think about it in the South, I think a, a, a great uh, superstar football player is considered much more uh, impressive, worthwhile. Not against an incumbent. I would agree no, against, with you. against any politics, but uh, can, uh, even a, greater than the president, because the South, right. they, live, they really live and die for football. football teams. I'll tell you what is an anomaly. You would think if Warnock did that well, you would think that Stacey Abrams would have done that well as well in the gubernatorial. She got trounced. Yeah. Stacey Abrams got trounced. And I, I saw a report today that Beto in Texas... He got trounced. Oh, my God. He spent like 400, what is it, million, billion dollars already, you know, more than the gross national uh, domestic product of, of 27 different countries. So did, so did what's her name, uh, who ran against uh, the governor, the sitting governor of in Georgia? She spent a fortune. Yeah, yeah. She had national backing by the Yeah, 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 Abrams, yeah, yeah. So I, I was... Go ahead. I was heartened to see that, but I do think that Trump is a little bit of a drag on the Republican Party at this point. DeSantis, if DeSantis runs in 2024 and Trump does not, DeSantis is the next president because the Democrats have nobody. If Trump runs, the Democrats don't need a somebody. They just need enough anti-Trumpers. And I know you and I disagree on this. I know you think if Trump gets the nomination and he runs, he wins hands down because the Democrats have nobody. I, I, I don't think that there's any question yeah. about that Trump would get the nomination. I don't think there's a, a chance that DeSantis... Because if you remember, going back to 2016, yeah. Trump started against 18 other... Politicians. Well-qualified, right. including uh, Jeb Bush, who had a big treasurer... Uh, Right. Prepared. His family reputation was great. He was a great governor of, of Florida. He was a, he was a no-brainer. And well, uh, so many of them. Ted Cruz and right. and uh, uh, I oh. don't remember all the people that ran, but uh, yeah. and he he killed them. Yeah. And so if he goes against uh, DeSantis, this by the time DeSantis is uh, is uh, ready to run. He'll be running out of the Florida and out of the country because that that's, well, that's Trump's strength, and I don't think he's ever. And then I don't. I don't. So then, why didn't he win against Biden? If Trump was that powerful, why did why did he lose against Biden? I think uh, what happened was uh, strictly. Uh, I I agree with you. The people, or I don't know if you said that. But I think people vote more against somebody. So why won't they than, do that this no, time? Than for somebody. Right. I think I mentioned to you, they interviewed one woman with a brilliant answer. She, they asked her who she's voting for during this poll. And she said, I'm not voting. I'm not voting for either one of them. I'm voting against? <laughs> no, I'm not voting. So I said, what do you mean? How come? She says, because it only encourages them. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I thought was a good pickup? I thought J.D. Vance was a great pickup in Ohio. Great pickup in Ohio, and that solidifies Ohio as why a Republican. Do, why, why do you think he was so great? Is, does he have a great reputation? No, but he's a great Republican. He's a great spokesman. He's filled with energy. Oh, I think Bud was a great saying, pickup in North you're Carolina. You're saying you're a very loyal Republican, and for you, 
Yeah, yeah, no, I think it was a great pickup. I thought Bud in North Carolina, that was a surprise. I I think the polls had him trailing. I think that was great. Um, I tell you what I am surprised. I'm a little bit surprised that Fetterman beat Oz in Pennsylvania. I think Oz had a lot of star power. He had a lot of name recognition. He wasn't from Pennsylvania. What hurt him... And also, he was, he's got a bad reputation in business because he sold a lot of products that had little validity, but great promoter. He's a good, great salesman. He is. Television salesman. I, Celebrities these days win, win, uh, win the uh, name recognition. But, well, that's what I thought. I thought. If Herschel Walker did that well, just being a football player who, by the way, articulated many contradictory positions, and nevertheless... He's a half a percentage point behind Warnock. This goes back to what you said before, that in Georgia, they just love football players. You could have put up you know, a statue of Newt Rockney and they would have voted for the dead Newt Rockney. Mm-hmm. But I thought that Oz... And that might be a better result than could any, be. any of the live ones. <laughs> could be. No, but, but I watched Herschel Walker and I like him, but I, I just saw that his ability to articulate on the stump was not as smooth as Warnock. It just wasn't as smooth. And Futterman, I'm, I'm surprised because, and I, I, you know, God bless him, um, but his health issues, I'm really surprised that Oz didn't, didn't yeah, do better. When he had a stroke, I thought yeah. there was a great chance that he would right. get beat. He was way ahead yeah. all, of, all along. The other interesting thing is that not only did, I think Rubio and DeSantis did something in Florida that was really amazing. They won Miami-Dade County by mm. an astronomical numbers. Now, that is as Democrat as you can get. And somebody said it's because of all the Republican Jews that left New York that moved down to Florida. And if they would have stayed in New York, Zeldin, Zeldin would have won. That's probably true. But, uh, you know, it goes back to the election of 2000. Yeah. When uh, when Gore really won, in my view, uh, but and even Patrick uh, Buchanan said he never knew that so many because he was very disliked by by Jewish voters because right. he, he was he, I don't know if you remember but he stood up for some Nazi that the United States was trying to deport and Buchanan said we should let him stay here. Right. And he was definitely not a strong pro-Israel guy. He was not right. pro-Jewish. And he said, I never... Pat Buchanan made this joke. Right. He said, I never knew I was so popular amongst all Jewish ladies because the Democratic woman who designed the uh, ballot put the, uh, arranged the ballot such that people thought they were voting for... Uh, uh, for Gore and Lieberman. Right, right, and, right. And inadvertently, it looked like they were, he was, they were voting for Pat Buchanan. Right. So, now, today, moving to the House, today, the Democrats picked up six seats. Six seats that they didn't have yesterday. Yeah, how many so did they're they, inching but closer. But how many did the Republicans One. One from yesterday. In other words, when we went to sleep last night, it was 206 Republican, 177 Democrat. Now, today, as we sit here today at 650, it's 207 Republican, 183 Democrat. So there's 45 seats left, and the Republicans need to pick up 11 out of those 45. And they're predicted to pick up 13 or 14 out of those 45. So it does look like that the Republicans will uh, regain control of the House. And then you have the battle that's going to ensue as to who the speaker is. I know McCarthy wants to be the speaker of the House. Maybe it'll be Trump. Yeah. No, really. Yeah, I know. You don't have to be a member of Congress right. to you be the Speaker of the House. That's correct. That, a lot of people don't know that. Right. That is correct. You do not need to be... Um... Yeah, you know, the interesting thing is if Trump was off the scene, what would happen in 2024? You know, you know in a way... What's his name? Herschel uh, Walker. Walker is a duplicate of, of Trump in terms of their where they started off and how right. they how they moved ahead. Because Trump, I don't know if you remember, he was he appeared on a show called Access Hollywood. Yes. 
and he said I could walk up to any woman and yes. reach yes. under her dress and yes, they like yes, it, yes, you know? Yes, yes, yes. And, and uh, the head of the Republican Party at that time came up to him and said, uh, uh, Donald, Donald, you have to resign because there's no way you can right. continue your... Get away with, with that. The and so uh, uh, one of the guys that is the most obnoxious, one of the most obnoxious guys I ever dealt with in my career, Steve Bannon, mm -hmm. told, told uh, Trump, don't listen to the, the, the leaders of the party. Don't listen. They don't know what they're talking about. In three days, the world will forget, forget about it. it. But let me ask you this, Mike. No, but, but uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, started out the same way. Lied. He said he, he, never, he never had anything to do with the woman. I don't even know the woman. I get it. I get and it. And then the check uh, the, was... Uh, uh, there was so much bad evidence uh, brought uh, up against him you thought that he had no chance, and then he overcame Well, let it. me ask you this, Morty. What does it say about Americans when gas prices are at record heights, inflation is out of control, the border is out of control, crime is out of control, yet they vote to continue with the administration, with the present administration? What, what does that say about the electorate? Are they confused? Are they uninformed? Are they anti-Trump? Are they just not involved? Have they given up? No, I think they're informed. Uh, you know, unlike you, I used to be a Republican, strong Republican. I'm, uh, what is it called? Not epileptic, but... You converted. No, no. What is it called? Uh, what's the word? Uh, An apologetic? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, you know, it's eclectic. Eclectic. Not right. epileptic, but eclectic. Right. In that I supported... Over the last 40 years, actively supported, gave a lot of money to at different election times to Republicans, to Democrats. I was a strong supporter of Bill Clinton, and I was best friends with uh, and a strong supporter of, of George Bush, the father. Right. I was a big... Uh, I was, I'm not I was, friends with any of these I people. A, I'm friends with you. That's yeah, it. That, that's your, You're the most famous person that's, I know. That's, that's your misfortune. <laughs> I know. What, what does that get me? I have I, a picture of me and Morty Davis in I my was, house. I That's was it. buddies with, with, what's his name? Uh, who was Speaker of the House in 94? Uh, Newt Gingrich? Newt Gingrich. Yeah. I was buddies with well, Newt Gingrich. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I've, I've been both sides. And I like to, issue I like, oriented. No, I, I like to think that... It, so let me tell you about this inflation and and the border and the, a lot of things that are terrible right now, which would have indicated that Biden should have been destroyed. The Democrats right. should have. Been. But of all the countries, advanced countries in the world, the United States has the lowest inflation and has the strongest economy. So and not only that, but in my judgment. Biden introduced good policies, and I don't know that the, the what do you call it, the Republican, Republicans have any policies other than lower taxes for the rich, um, uh, eliminate all regulations, even though they protect the environment, they protect uh, people's lives, they they defend against monopolistic practices, so. I, if you tell me what the, what the Republican agenda is, I, I, you know maybe I could agree with you. But Listen. they have no agenda. They have an agenda of of even now if they get elected, what's their agenda? To 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 put what's his name in jail. That's the highest priority. Uh, Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden. No, I think the agenda hopefully, is. Hopefully, wait, wait. Hopefully, that's that's the best part of it. But but to put. Uh, uh, Joe Biden in jail for stealing, for stealing the, uh, illegally stealing the uh, election, and and uh, I disagree. Drill, baby, drill. That you, that's their agenda. Open up the and drilling I disagree, in America. I disagree with that totally. I want to do uh, less drilling and more, more importing, more urgent uh, replacement of uh, re renewable energy. 
the you need oil to run that machinery that's going to convert renewable I'll, energy. I'll tell you my experience. Ever since I'm a kid, I followed this. Okay, Morty, this goes back to the 1600s. Yeah, the 1600s, yeah. before oil was even yeah, Right. They before, only used oil right. to light candles. And a horse. Right. Yeah. For Hanukkah, they used oil. Right, they lit horses on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so every, every year I looked it up, and every year the oil company said, we only have 12 years supply of oil ah, yeah, for the world. Yeah, baloney, for 12 yeah. years. They produce billions of barrels of oil. They have more oil now than they ever had in the world. It's the most super abundant commodity. And if they didn't manipulate the price and let the oil companies make... They never made as much money as right, they made right, last right, year. Right, they, The announcements were last week. That's correct. No, particularly since right before they started controlling the supply, which is the right. most illegal thing. In America, they'd all be in jail, OPEC. They paid you to take a barrel right, of oil, right. and then within a year, they moved it from minus, where, where, where they take you, pay you to take the oil, because they had no more storage facilities, uh, where they, it went to 130. So that's the absence of leadership by both, by both okay, parties. So that, I want to touch on that, the absence of leadership, because this goes back to something I said before. Joe Biden could be the biggest failure in the world, but when it comes to electing replacement politicians, you can't just run against the other guy's weakness. You have to have your own superstars. Ron DeSantis is a superstar, but I think he's the only superstar the Republicans have. I don't think they did a good job at developing other uh, tremendous Republican candidates, present company included. Now, um, I don't think they did a great job in developing other Ron DeSantis's, and that's the problem. It's not just enough to say, this guy's no good, this guy's no good. You need a powerhouse. And I can't believe in a country of, of 300 million no, people that there's only one, the there's only one Ron DeSantis. Have more superstars. But they didn't bring them to the forefront. The, 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 the woman who was appointed by Trump as the uh, head of the UN, representing the UN. Nikki Haley? Nikki Haley is a tremendous personality and and not off the off the direct. Uh, no, no, I'm talking about in yesterday's elections. That's what I'm talking about. In yesterday's elections. I, I'm talking about in yesterday's elections. There were really not the higher echelon superstars of the Republican Party. I think they took it for granted. I think they said that we could dummy down some of our candidates because Biden is so bad. And that's a miscalculation. Well, no, but the Republicans, even if you, whether you like them or not, have celebrity that people know about. A lot of people think they're great. Rubio is one of them. Ted Cruz is another one of them. The governor of Texas is another one of them. Right. Uh, so they have... Uh, yeah, but they, Cruz wasn't running yesterday. He wasn't on the ballot. Was Abbott on the ballot yesterday? I don't think so. Yes. Abbott was on the ballot yeah. yesterday? Yeah, oh, I, yeah, I, 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 okay. But and, uh, Cruz wasn't uh, on the ballot and, uh, yesterday. Uh, the governor of Georgia is a Republican, isn't he? Kemp. Kemp. Kemp, who beat Abrams, yeah. Right. They have more impressive people okay, that could Okay, but I, I, was, I was referring more to the House of Representatives. I was, that I don't think that there were superstar Republicans running in the House of Representatives. So look, this gives Joe Biden the mandate to move more to the left. And the only upside of that is that two years from now, some of these on-the-fence independents might be so upset to the extent that Biden moves to the left that they might come over to the right. And that could spell victory for the Republicans, whether it's Trump or somebody else. But this basically gives Biden two more years to screw up America. In my point well, of view. Well, I told you that <laughs> I, I think he's introduced uh, things that, that were beneficial in this environment to America. And I haven't seen the Republicans do any of that. You know, more, more tax cuts. And I'm one of the rich. I, I don't believe, we, you know, that's a good use of funds. To give more money to, to people who have plenty to begin with is not 
that you know it's a trickle down theory right. of economics Reagan, that if you yeah. give it to the rich, they create jobs, and that's nonsense because they keep profits. It no, it they, if if the if the masses don't have a demand for product, there's no there's no wealth created. So you know it's it's because the opposite. It it goes from the bottom up. If, if uh, the re recessions and depressions are always created by a lack of demand. And the, la the government is the, is the last resource, uh, the last uh, residual uh, creator of demand, because when nobody's spending money and they're depressed, the government steps in and spends tons of money and gives subsidies and whatever. Let me ask you this, Morty. How do you feel about all this early voting and the fact that here it is 24 hours after an election and we still don't know who's in charge of the Senate. We still don't know who's in charge of the House because there's races where there's still tabulations going on. You would think in a country, it, you, you put in your, as advanced as America, you put in your, your ballot, it's tabulated by a computer. I, I think this is ridiculous and I think it gives people an excuse to say that the elections you know, are not the, secure. I'll give you a frame of reference. There's an excellent article in today's Times that summarizes it, but it's been happening over years. For the longest time, America was looked up to, the United States, as the ideal democracy. Everybody got to vote, everybody got... Uh, I mean, it was, it was a role model of, of democracy, and they all wanted to imitate to the extent that they could America. Now there's about 100 countries... <laughs> That have automatic, right. automatic voter registration, and even compulsory registration. The United States is moving Lagging in the other behind. direction, right. and they say they've lost they've lost respect for our democracy. Canada has no respect anymore. They don't know, They don't. Canada doesn't allow endless contributions to politicians. A PAC can support. They've changed it, and, and not only that, the United States is one of the only countries, that democracies, where, where you, you, you could win, as Trump did in 2016, by getting a minority of the vote, right. or, or, or being exceeded by the vote of the other party. It's, it's devolved into the worst thing. And it's partially, as, as they talk about it, it's partially the problem of our great respect for our perfect constitution. Hmm. So we could never adapt. You, you we, say that sarcastically. No, so I'll tell you why I say it. We, you know, the Chinese are supposedly communists, you know, right. terrible, they're terrible people. They do. And communism is nothing like, you know, Marx would have a, 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 a heart attack, it would wind up in a mental institution if he saw what happened in China and cause it... Uh, 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 what do you call it? Communism or socialism? Right. Because there are more billionaires today in China than there are in the United States. So how is that? How is that communism? But you know what the greatness of China is? They look at what works in other countries, right? Right. And they adopt, adapt, and and we take the we have the arrogance now of saying we have the perfect constitution. Scalia and Thomas. Uh, two guys that said, you know, they believe in originalism. Right. You know, and it's, it's, it, you've got to be adapt, adaptive. And if you're not adaptive and you say you're already perfect, how could you ever improve? It's just like the, the Torah is supposed to be, you know, it's got everything right. It's, it's uh, the, the Old Testament, and we're supposed to adhere to what it says. Nevertheless, over the years... The, the, our, our leading scholars and, uh, and, and our leading rabbis and our leading uh, intellects made adaptations. So we, we, even though it says an eye for an eye, we don't practice that. Correct. So right. if we practice originalism, we have a caller. Oh, she wants a hot date with the rabbi. Okay. Anna. It's probably my wife. <laughs> It's anything but your wife. <laughs> yes, I see. First of all, Morty. How are you? I'm great, but I just wanted to hey report. Hi, how are you? 
No, I just wanted to tell you how spirited this conversation is tonight. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. And and yeah, it's great. Thank you. Well, that's two well, votes. That's two votes. That's two positive have votes for this program. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Jump to that conclusion, Anna. All the Republicans that I talk to, I guarantee me that the the uh, the election was stolen by Biden, and he should go to jail. And two thirds well, no, of Americans. I'm saying, I'm saying that the independents reject that. Like, like, and so that means people who would normally be voting Republican are are not because of why that. why. Wait, I think the rabbi disagrees with you. Look, two-thirds of Americans think that Joe Biden should not run for re-election. That's a poll that was released yesterday. That has nothing to, that's not a, that's not, uh, okay, we're talking about, the, I, I thought we were talking about the election last night. No, but what I'm saying yes, is, if, if yet we are, but one would think that the midterm elections are a referendum or a message being sent to the present administration. So what I'm con- hey, I mean, it's like it, it can be painted that way, but that's not. Uh, people were saying, uh, first of all, I think that most of these are races that were actually local races, which is ultimately the best thing that can happen for a democracy. So you know, whatever the local issues are for the you know Joe Blow running for that congressional seat, um, but but to the extent that the national issues play into it. Uh, they, uh, the independents are staunchly uh, affirming that uh, Biden won fair and square, even if they have a negative opinion of Biden. Okay. It's not about whether or not they like Biden. Right. So what? So that? So that's exactly what I started with. That there's this vote yesterday was still a referendum on Trump's character and Trump's allegations. And fear that that the that the election was stolen, and fear that he'll come back 
and destroy democracy. Despite Biden's, their fear of Trump was greater than their distaste for Biden. That's what I'm saying. Well, that that and the Supreme Court decision. That yes. Was the number, I mean, difference between inflation and abortion rights was 3%. That's Correct. the difference on a national level. Correct. And most of the women broke for Biden. Most, sing, I think it was 37, uh, 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 well, a very high percentage of single women voted and, and young for people Biden, too. And young for Biden over the abortion issue, which you know gets to the issue of um, how it was leaked, when it was leaked, why it was leaked, and who leaked it. I don't think the leak had a much leak, to do. Leaking doesn't matter. It was all. I mean, it was all it was over all the place. Out. Yeah, it was all over the right place. Right now, it's not. Yeah, well, now the leak means it only came out three weeks before it would have ordinarily come out. The leak was not a... Anna, I just want to point out, you say that we're in a terrible economy, and that, that's been the word of mouth. We're in a terrible economy, everything's terrible, inflation and this. And if you, it's interesting, if you ask individual people how they're doing, overwhelmingly most Americans say they're doing great. They all have jobs, there's full okay. employment... And, yeah, but, but here's, here's, and so that 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 here's, played a major role. Question of Reagan: what? Ask yourself if you're doing better today than you were, however many years ago. You right. When he when he when he ran on that. So this is the first time since '82 that those numbers have been the same. So what my my point is that yes, I well yes, Morty, I agree with you that the, the things aren't as bad as people think. You know, fair enough. However, among this electorate, who are people who actually came out to vote yesterday, they think that the economy's doing pretty bad. Uh, they think it's a big deal, but that was not enough to vote against the Democrats. Right, and it wasn't the Clinton who said it's the economy, stupid. So that's, you know, Anna, that goes back to what we started here 45 minutes ago. Despite the economy, despite the crime, this rise in crime, despite the border issue, the electorate overlooked that. And that's what we're trying to figure out. Only because none of that is true. The only, the only thing that's true, the only thing that's... And, and the nonsense of tearing everything apart. People are very concerned about political violence. You know, I think the Paul Pelosi thing, uh, you, uh, I think the DOP themselves a great disservice by not coming out and vocally condemning that act. You know, that was, uh, that, that, that looked really, really bad. And people have been um, very, very concerned about rising uh, political violence. And uh, I think that's a big, I think that the, the, the fact that the independents are breaking from the gym is to basically want to cool that shit down. I, oh, sorry for my language, but you know, it's just like enough, you know, enough of it. You know, and, and he can say that's just Trump, but I don't think it's just Trump. I mean, at this point, you know, the dragon's out of the, out of the genius model and it's just, you know, lurking around every corner. Anna, read the, read the article in today's Times. It's an excellent article, even though it's, uh, it was in the New York Times and a lot of people maligned that newspaper. Okay, tell me, which, which, which one? Which, which of the articles? It, it's a front page article about okay. the rest of the world admiring America's uh, oh, yeah. the democracy. Yeah. And now, in the terms of the quality of life and, and elections and so forth, there's 134 countries they uh, surveyed or that are included in the survey, and the United States is below Poland. So we, we've, we've come way down. Yeah. That, that, that we, in the United States... Winning, yeah. winning, I mean, we, we win, like Italy or, or, or yeah, Brazil. winning doesn't mean like a, a third right, world country. Right, winning doesn't mean you winning doesn't mean you got the you know the democracy is supposed to be as I understand it. Winning, you get the most votes, you you win. That hasn't happened for uh, the Republicans haven't won a majority of the vote since uh, Bush the father. And before that, that's uh, right. Before yeah, that, yeah, Ronald yeah, Reagan. That, that was the last time they, they won a majority. Yeah. You know, and there's a, been a whole lot of yeah. 
and, and they know that, and that's part of what the uh, anti-immigrant and you know, changing demographic uh, hysteria is all about. But can, can I ask anyway, you a question? I'm going to let you boys get back to it, and I'll... I'll, uh, I'll Wait, David, David Seidemann wants to ask you a question. Then. Well, it's, it's actually for both of you. Is this all about policy, or is there also a pride factor um, involved in the presidency? Now, give me an example. When Ronald Reagan was president, so obviously the Democrats did not agree with him politically, but there was a certain pride that America felt when Ronald Reagan took the podium. When, after 9-11... When George Bush uh, Jr. went out to throw out the first pitch at, at uh, I guess it was Shea Stadium or maybe City Field by then. I mean, I remember TV announcers that were staunch Democrats said, tonight we're all Americans. Yeah. There's a certain pride. Uh, I didn't get that sense when Donald Trump was president. And I don't get that feeling when Joe Biden takes the podium. Yeah, because you don't listen to Trump. Trump. No, I said I don't get that. No, I'm telling you, you would get it if you listen to Trump. I heard him say it on a number of occasions, he's definitely the greatest president ever. And he says, you know, Washington and Lincoln were great, and uh, but I think I was still great. No, I'm I, still greater than. Right, that. right, right. No, what I'm saying, I, even though I supported Trump's policies, I didn't feel proud. When Trump took the podium, I thought he's an egomaniac, narcissist. What do you mean? If, if it's better than right, right, right. If it's better than Washington and Lincoln, right. you should have a great deal of pride. Exactly. So, so is there not a pride factor? I mean, even the Democrats that support Joe Biden's policies and candidacy don't they realize what the rest of the world realizes about his failing mental acuity, his bumbling? why doesn't that play a factor? i give you an example. Bibi Netanyahu, right, who a lot of Israelis have an issue with, when he walks into a room, he commands a presence. Right. Trump commanded a presence, but it was a negative presence. Biden doesn't command any respect. How is that, or why is that not reflected in the polls? Because, notwithstanding that, he has policies that were good, and the fact that he, he walks out the wrong entrance, or he, last week he said uh, 54 states. Right, or shakes non-existing people or introduces dead people. Oh, well, there you go. Um, there well, you I, there, I, wait if, a, you, if you want a sincere Anna, answer to... Wait a second, Anna, I just... I do, I do. I, I, I'm going to say that it has... Anna, I just want to answer this question about dead with, people. I want to... My hero was Daly the mayor of uh, yeah, Chicago. Chicago. And he always won because he gave the vote to dead people. It's unfair that dead people, just because they die, don't continue to get... Everybody has a constituency. Every other group has somebody to speak up for them. Nobody speaks up for the dead. For dead. And the only ones you're sure are going to be in your neighborhood, all, all the rest could move out. So Daly, <laughs> so Daly said... Those oh, are my, yes, those yes, are my people. Right. I I admire that. So that's a, saying, so that's saying, a respect for your elders and your but, and your. But, and your but, so Joe Biden represents the day. I, I just want to yeah. say that the, the, the full scale uh, Democratic Party candidates that have Right back where we started from, because we're going to have a 50-50 Senate. 
We're going to have a president who's out to lunch, and we're going to have a the House of Representatives that it looks like is going to be controlled by the Republicans. So we're going to be right back where we started from, where not much is going to happen. A not lot, much is going a to lot, happen. A lot, a lot will happen. I'm, I'm a lot of investigations. A lot of investigators. Well, Thank you. Thank you for your call, Anna. Great call. Okay. Thank and, you, uh, Anna. And I want to tell you something about the rest of the world's views of the United States. We were the most respected country in the world, yeah. particularly as a, as a model for democracy. And as I, s- I said, when, when, when the majority vote didn't win and the minority uh, got, got the presidency, and when we introduced, most countries don't allow the kind of donor domination of the uh, Congress and the Senate as the United States does. And to add insult to injury and make it worse than it's ever before been before is they look at the United States and say, what, it's become an autocracy. Yeah. Because, well, because the, the, uh, Trump wouldn't allow the... Uh, Transfer of of the presidency to the what what has turned out to be proven that uh, that Biden won. I agree, and that's why I think it's dangerous for him to run again in twenty twenty four because it's just going to dredge up dredge up the old arguments. It's going to hurt the Republican Party not only on the head of the ticket but down tickets as well on the state and local levels. Uh, Great guy, maybe. Great uh, policies. Terrible, terrible for the Republican Party going forward, I think. The Republican Party is no longer the... It's the Trump Party. Okay, it's, well, that's a problem. No, no, it's a cult. And these people... DeSantis doesn't matter to the people that love Trump. That's true. No, that's they true. love him. They love him. And, and it does Whatever he does, if there's investigations, if there's a January 6th... If, Nothing affects them. They, they, they think he's fabulous. I read even very brilliant guys. The yeah. Hoover Institution, right. they say the wonderful things that Trump did, even though he was less uh, you know, to be admired in so many of his own life's behavior, but he did fabulous. Well, let me ask you this. What's more important, the presidency, the Senate, and the House of Representatives or the Supreme Court? Because if you have a president and who's not in lo- aligned with your political views. You have the Senate and you have the co- and this, the House of Representatives that's out of whack with your point of views, but you have a conservative Supreme Court. Is that enough to save America? Again, if you're of the opinion that the wrong president and the wrong Senate and the wrong House of Representatives can ruin America... I happen to believe that the Supreme Court is one of the most uh, adversarial aspects of our government. They don't represent the people. They don't believe in making it a more perfect union. They're rigid about the Constitution and arrogant. Now it is. Only because there's a 6-3 conservative majority. No, it's been... It's been we, we are arrogant about our... And I love our Constitution. Right. But, you know, nobody... Men, in the history of the human race, man has never been perfect. No institution has been perfect. And unless you have the view that you should adapt to changing times, you're, you're, you're going backwards. So how would you change the Supreme Court? I would have a, a, a retirement at age 65 or something, so they're not there forever. I appreciate that they're very knowledgeable and so forth. And I'd even have a larger Supreme Court, so, so there's more representation. Right now, the Supreme Court doesn't represent a majority of American aid. In any, uh, not that it should. It should be independent, but it's not independent. It's it's. Uh, if you look at the votes now, uh, Thomas votes uh, with uh, the majority. Look with the conservative majority. Look, uh, the, one of the pra- things that they praised Trump the most for was look what he did to the Supreme Court. Right. He, and and it's that very thing that he got what he wished for. That was his greatest accomplishment, according and, to many. And it's, and no, it, and now according it, to many, that was his greatest biggest, accomplishment. And it's the biggest surprise, price they paid. The, in this election. No, I'm saying they got what they wished for, and, and it turns right. out that it was the worst thing 
that they could ever done. Because it doesn't and, reflect where America is. And also, happen. the dishonesty of the members of the Supreme Court. Thomas's wife was was agitating for uh, to, with everybody. We got to turn over. We got to turn over the steal the steal the what do you call it? And also the three Republicans who got appointed when they were interviewed by Congress. Even Mitch McConnell was pissed off, so and he wanted them. No, he wanted them to be. He says, "How could they lie when they came?" They said, "We believe in." You know, they were asked about Roe Wade. They all three uh, uh, articulated, you know, we're not going to change precedent. So let me ask Did you, you know this. that? You know, yes, yes, I know. In the four and, minutes and the, I have left was, with you. And was that a lie? I'm not sure. But in the four minutes you're not, I have left you're with not you. A, that's, not, that's not a lie if they said we're not going to change I precedent. You. I hear you. I hear you. Let, in the four minutes I have left with you... You done? have my sympathy. Yeah. <laughs> is America done? Are its best days behind us? Are its best days ahead of us? And what has to change in order to get America united again, back on track? You can't answer that in four minutes. Maybe we'll pick that up next time. No, but that's a are, very good are, question. Are the best days behind us? Are the days of Ronald Reagan and that unity, or even John F. Kennedy? It depends. I happen to think that we're in the most dangerous part. Yeah. of the history of the United States. I agree. And that Trump could take over the thing and we'll never have another election. And I think, we, I agree with you that we are in the most dangerous part of American history, not for the reason you said, but because I think the woke liberals could take over and then this, the, the, there will be no law and order. So you and I both agree that America is headed for bad times you think the danger is Trump. I think the danger is liberal wokeism, but I have to run, and I love you Okay, but, but let, me, let me just comment on that. Yes. The local, the worst thing the local liberals have done yeah. is they've given poor people too much money for not working. That's one thing. They've also corrupted our schools, but that's another issue. Schools They're, were never great under anybody. That's so. true, too. <laughs> so, the, but the, the other point that you made was what was it that you said? Uh, I said. That oh no! I said no, 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 liberal or or conservative has ever done so much risk to, to American democracy as as Trump has introduced by his behavior, and so that that leads to the other side coming back at him. You know, I'm not. I, look, liberals are definitely imperfect, and they do. Some at the extreme, the four AOC in our group are terrible. Yeah, they added another they one to their. They, they added another one to their squad last night. Who's that? I don't know, but I read an article that they they added a fifth member or six. They got another a basketball team. <laughs> okay, guys, this was lovely. Thank Boy, you. You're, you're always great. If you ever decide to invite me back again, <laughs> never, never. <laughs> no, you're great. Even when you disagree with me. That's the best you're, part. You're a great diplomat, you know, so. That's and I'm sorry, I'm sorry to disagree with you so often. I think it's phenomenal. That's how the human mind grows. That's the secret of the Talmud. No, the that, secret of the Talmud is, is that the rabbis no, disagree. Even, even if you and I disagreed, we wouldn't get to the stage where we're Congress and, and the president are no, now. No, no, no. Never, never. I love you too much. No, I, I would vote for you. You, know? you would vote for, for what? Whatever you want to, because okay. I, I respect your wisdom. I want to become. I don't. A, I don't take the view that I'm always right. I want, I'm, I'm wrong a lot of times. I once asked my father if he was the president of our household, because I wanted something, and he said yes, and my mother said no. I said, Dad, aren't you the president of our household? He said yes, but your mother is the speaker of the house. <laughs> That's it. All right, Lila Tov. Good I night, Marty. I, I love you. I told you what I did. Why we had such a good marriage. 70 years my marriage was. Yeah, can I hurry? And, and uh, yeah. Because I said before we got married, I, I think I told you this, yeah. we made a deal. Rosalie, my wife, takes care of the big issues, the major issues, where we send our kids to school, how we spend our money, uh, the, the really issues that matter. She says you could take care of the bigger issues if we should go to war against the, uh, Afghanistan or Iraq. So we never got into a conflict. You know, she said, okay, you want to go to war 
against Afghanistan. That's your field. I'm not going to argue with you. And Morty, I have to thank you again, because last night when we spoke, you told me that the topic of tonight's discussion was war. And then I get here and I find out that tonight, that, you know, whether we should go to war, what's the toll? You, you, you don't think you don't think we had a war today? You no, <laughs> and then tonight I get here and I see that the conversation is about yesterday's election. So... All my notes were about the Torah's outlook on war, when you can go to war, All when... Right, we'll, we'll, we'll do that, do we'll, that another we'll time. Do that next but thank time. you once again for the advance warning and making me <laughs> seem foolish. <laughs> I didn't, as it is, without any knowledge, you, you exceed me in so many ways. No, so why, no, would, no, why, close. why would I inform you? <laughs> right, I think the least, the I, least I, I advanced notice the, the better. Right, I keep you in the dark to the last I one. live in the dark. <laughs> You're great. Anyway, you should kind of, everybody should congratulate this young man because he had his first grandchild yes. within the last month, and he married off three daughters In within with a, with a year within a year, and all three of them are going to make him a, a grandfather over and over again. Okay. So one was, one was delivered, and two are on, on in, the, in the oven, you know. Congratulations. Okay. Morty, I love I, you. I it's show 120. You, shows you how productive this guy is. Ah, yeah. When do I have time? <laughs> Anyways, I look forward to meeting with you again soon. Thank you. I love you. You are great.